Hi, this is Roy Jones with Man Talk Radio Podcast. Our mission is to break down the walls of race and denomination. Your chosen Truth Radio broadcast will be starting in just a few seconds. Thank you. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. Wow, every once in a while God just sneaks up and, you know, gives you something that you really just didn't see coming. And so I ought to tell you that that our guests today are are along those lines. Like, man, I think you're going to really, really enjoy what we have for you. I've got so much in common with both of them, and and I get a chance to talk to them both for the first time today. So that's, that's really, really fun. Well, first up, we have with us Pastor Ron Beatty, or it's Beatty. I'm, i got to get it. It's Beatty. Beatty. And, oh, my goodness, he's involved in so many things. The list could go on and on, including his own radio station. But the reason he's here today is you got to know about this. Um, Return America is presenting Stand Up for America Rally. It's going on Friday, October 29th, which tells me that my birthday must be on a Saturday this year. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, it's at ten thirty. Oh man, that you've got it. You're you're loaded for bear, right, Pastor? Yes, sir. We sure are. We have our Lieutenant Governor, Mark Robinson, is going to be speaking, and Attorney David Gibbs. He heads up the Christian Law Association, and God has greatly used his organization through the years. We have a group called the Primitive Quartet. They are known throughout North Carolina and surrounding states. They've been singing for over forty years. And they're going to be providing some special music for us. So, oh, and the things that we're going to stand up for in Raleigh, you're going to be so excited to hear about that. But one of the things I know that the pastor stands up for, right, is 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 Jesus in helping the hurting, which is what they do at the Durham Rescue Mission. And with us, we have Rob Tart. So welcome, Rob. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. And I have for years and years and years, because I have a wonderful relationship with the Winston-Salem Rescue Mission, um, Lou Carrico and those guys, I'm sure you know them, but I've always wanted to, to have an opportunity because I've always heard so many great things about the Durham Rescue Mission. A- and so can you give our listeners a little hint of what you guys are up to these days? Well, we've got a lot of expansion going on. As a matter of fact, we're going to break uh, ground on a new dormitory next week. Wow. Where we'll open 50 more beds and uh, 50? some office space. Yes, yes. We average about... Uh, 300 men a night and close to 100 ladies and children a night. So we've got quite a quite a large crowd, so uh, we always need more beds, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I, you know, I can't even imagine, but I think it's, it's, it's an amazingly beautiful thing. So I'm so ex- excited to hear about the Durham Rescue Mission and find out more about that. But you know it is Kingdom Pursuits, and so we got to do, you know, Robbie's Riddle. <clears throat> so, you know, it's that time of year. <laughs> So speaking of trick-or-treat, here you go, uh, Sean. What's red and bad for your teeth? A brick. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's a trick there, believe me. Uh, so, <laughs> so I wore a, har- a harp <clears throat> costume to a Halloween party, but my wife, Tammy, 
She thought it was too small, Sean. She called me a liar. <laughs> small harp is a liar. You'll get is it'll it, come no, to you. I'm okay, not, not all right. I hate they've got to explain this, but anyway. <laughs> but just check a, uh, a quiz, and maybe you've done this too, Sean. We all should to find out what our real, you know, inner, you know, Hollywood monster might be. I mean, <clears throat> a Halloween monster. We've all got an inner one, and as I really pondered that. You know, I figured out that deep down, I'm I'm really a skeleton. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> that is all right. And so I told a knock knock joke, and if you know my jokes, you know that this is probably likely true. I told a knock knock joke while trick or treating last Halloween, and all I got was a couple of Snickers. Yeah. Nobody really <laughs> laughed. <laughs> so you knew at the end of that, I would have a riddle, a Bible riddle for you to uh, call in and win today. And so if you call in at 866-348-7884, all you got to tell us is, who was the first person in the Bible to get a laugh? Ah, it's a little tricky. See if you can do it. Who was the first person in the Bible, since we're talking about Snickers, right? Who was the first person in the Bible to get a laugh? And if you know that, you can win what, Sean? All right. The winner of that will win a uh, one of our prizes from the Christian Car Guy Kingdom Pursuits prize chest. So uh, call in, let us know the answer, and we will get you the right prize. We have both Christian Car Guy shirts or books. You just tell their call screener which you would prefer, and you call us at 866-348-7884. Tell us who was the first person in the Bible to get a laugh. And I'm shocked that the lines aren't just lit up because that seemed like a really easy one. So, you know, don't let me down. I know you guys got got, got this. So getting back to the rescue mission for a second, um, mm. I, I'm really kind of surprised. So you guys have women there as well as men. Women in Georgia, yeah, we have two divisions. And uh, as a matter of fact, you mentioned the Winston-Salem Rescue Mission. Our founder, Ernie Mills, he actually worked at the Winston-Salem Mission for five years and near the beginning of the Winston-Salem mission before uh, we started the one in Durham in 1974. Wow. So there's a kind of connected at the roots, if you will. And so are you guys kind of like the the Winston-Salem Rescue Mission? Like, you know, one of the neat things they do is they give people tours to come in and see what's actually going on because, wow, I, I, I'll never forget the first time I walked through the Winston-Salem Rescue Mission and saw what God was doing. It just blew my mind. Yes, yeah, we give tours, and, uh, you know, that's just like what you just said. People come to the Durham Rescue Mission, and I, I can't tell you how many times. I've been with the mission for 26 years, and um, I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, I can't believe y'all did all this. I didn't know y'all did all this, because we have a holistic program where we're trying to not only look at them, you know, in terms of telling them about the Lord. We're trying to do that, of course. But we're also trying to help them academically, vocationally. We have a, an employment agency where we find them jobs and um and uh, got a holistic program trying to help them get on their feet. Yeah, I always stand just kind of blown away at what God does. And Pastor Beatty was telling me that the last one of these you guys had, you had over 12,000 people show up in Raleigh, did you tell me? Yes, sir. When the marriage amendment was front and center here in North Carolina, we had a rally there. The legislature was not allowing the people of North Carolina to vote on the marriage amendment defining marriages between one man and one woman. And uh, so we sent 12,000 people to the Halifax Mall, which is located directly behind the legislative building. 
And in unison, we said uh, in the Halifax Mall, let the people vote, let the people vote. And multitudes of people, even some of those who opposed us, said that our organization was most responsible for getting the marriage amendment through the North Carolina legislature so the people of the state could vote on it. And we had 61% of the people of North Carolina going on record, defining, said, yes, we believe marriage is defined as one man and one woman according to the scriptures. And we're back because so many issues today are being put down. And uh, this is not America, what we're seeing right now. We believe we need to stand up for the flag. Uh, We need to stand up for law enforcement. We need to stand up for the unborn. They don't have a voice. We need to stand up for the family. We need to stand up for the First and Second Amendments. And so we're going to uh, Halifax Mall again, right behind the legislative building, and we're asking thousands of people again to come back and let's stand up for America. Let's let our voices be heard. Let's let our voices be known. We want the people across our state and across our nation to know that we're still here, we're still standing, and we're not going anywhere. Yeah. And, you know, you were telling me that you, you've been a chaplain. Speaking of standing up for law enforcement, so, so you can sense that, wow, policemen's jobs today is just crazy compared to what it was, right, just two years ago. Well, the last 12 months, there's been more police officers and law enforcement officers killed in America than any time in previous history. Every day when they go out, they put their lives on the front line. They stand between good and evil, light and darkness. And they never know when they leave. I have been called some eight or nine times in my tenure here uh, to go deliver the message to the wife and children that your husband or your father won't be coming home because of the tragedies that take place. So an opportunity coming up Friday, October 29th to stand up. And the opportunity is there every day in Durham to get connected with the Durham Rescue Mission. So I got so much more with Rob and Pastor Beatty coming up. So stay tuned. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And I am just so thrilled, really, to have these guys with me today, Pastor Ron Beatty, Beatty, I want to say it right, um, who's here with this event coming up with the Return America, Stand Up for America, coming October 29th. It's on a Friday. How easy is it to get out there? 10.30 in the morning. Um, all those details are available as, as at actually truthnetwork.com because you know we're we're sponsoring we're we're taking part in this with with the pastor and all that's going on there as well as Rob Tart with the Durham Rescue Mission which uh you know we've got those stations there in Durham and Raleigh and and we're so grateful for all our listeners out there and Rob I, as I I just sitting there still just kind of blown away at man 50 more beds 50 yeah more beds and yeah, wait, you know, go ahead i'm sorry well i've you know for me i always love those stories you know like there you were you, you you were you've been there a long long time but can could you share the story of maybe there was a, a man or something that when you first went that you were like oh okay god this is where you have me 
<laughs> you know, can you take us back there to give us an idea how God lit that fire? Well, for me, I finished school and I uh, wasn't sure what to do. And uh, so I'd, I'd always known of uh, the Durham mission from through my church. And, um, and you know, when you, when you work at a rescue mission, I don't even remember an old show years ago on television called uh, Barney Miller. Oh, yeah. And, uh, the, one of the things that made that show was so funny was seeing all the different people that they brought in on a given episode. Right. And uh, that, that's kind of how we are. We've got all kinds of ca- characters coming in. But what's amazing is, like, right now at the Rescue Mission, we have uh, one of our VPs, um, uh, VP of administration. He, he came in in 2002 as a client, a heroin addict. And um, he's uh, grown and bored and just uh, he's, he's married now and got a got a nice house and uh, just just a shining testimony of God's grace and and we can go on and on with different people that um, have uh, found their way in their path in life and um, and you know that's the that's the real chore if you will the trick of the the, 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 the hill you got to climb and helping those in crisis and homelessness is helping them to see a, a new day or to be motivated to move forward and to and try something different and um, uh, the Durham Rescue Mission has just been a, a, a place for, for for miracles like that through the years. Yeah, that's it's truly, truly, it, and just like sometimes pinch me, God, I get to take part in this. I mean, how fun is is to right. see him turn lives around and people that, 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 that looked, you know, hopeless. But, you know, I think about a country that right now there's a lot of people out there, Pastor, that are thinking there isn't hope, but I, I happen to know that there's so much hope it's unbelievable because, <laughs> right? Yes, the wonderful thing about the grace of God is he has enough grace to save the entire world and still has grace left over. Amen. And uh, we're grateful that we have a wonderful Lord who was responsible for this great nation being founded. <clears throat> Our forefathers, many of them were Christians. And uh, there was a survey done years ago to try to figure out what made our forefathers tick. Why did they make the decisions they made? They poured over 15,000 documents, found 3,400 direct quotes. They came to the conclusion that when our forefathers made decisions, that 34% of the time they made them directly from the Scriptures and that they were influenced by the Scriptures 94% of the time. So that's where we came from. And our We're troubled today because there's a movement right now across our country and many of our liberal institutions to do away with our First Amendment. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's nothing wrong with our First Amendment. It has stared us through a lot of uh, difficult times. And the average length of the nations of the world who have had constitutions, literal constitutions, through the history of the world has been 17 years. And here we are, 240-plus years, uh, having been guided by this great Constitution that was put in place. And so we're standing up. We're going to Raleigh, and we're asking people from North Carolina to come to Raleigh behind the North Carolina Legislative Building, and let's let people know that we're standing up for our Constitution, especially the First Amendment. Uh, I'm sure you're aware of the fact that our governor tried to shut our churches down during this pandemic. And uh, he shut the churches down to 10 people, a minimum of 10 people. Funeral home could have 50. Churches are going to have 10. So our organization placed the lawsuit against the governor. 
and we won. And uh, we, first of all, got a stay by a federal judge. And then after the stay, two weeks out, we would we scheduled to have a, a suit in court the following Tuesday. He called our attorney and said, we're going to let you have what you want. So through our organization, we got the churches of North Carolina opened back up so they could go back and worship. This is the organization that's bringing people now to Raleigh to say, let's stand up for our flag. Let's let everybody know we don't think it should be trampled upon. We don't think it should be burned. We don't think people should turn their back against it when the national anthem is playing. We bow before Jesus, but we stand up for the flag. That is so cool. And and Rob, I'm I'm curious, when you, when you got on the radio today, what were you hoping to share with our listeners that that we want to make sure gets said? Well, the rescue mission, and, and not just the Durham mission, but you know, we're just an extension of God's people. You know, you know, our Lord said, "I was hungry, and you gave me food." And people, you know, they wondered when. Well, the you know, the Lord said, "In as much as you've done in one of these least of my children, done it unto me." The rescue mission wants to be the hands and feet. You know, not everybody can, can can handle the addicted and the homeless person and do everything that they need to be done. But uh, we want to, we want to be that that venue through which uh, the people of God reach out to the needy in our world. Right, and 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 what an opportunity because I don't think there's anybody that doesn't pull up to an intersection or whatnot and we see this homeless person. We think, God, I I I don't want to not do something for this person, but by the same token, I don't want to enable them into some place. So, you know, just a, a business card or something from your local rescue mission to say, Hey, you know, there's a better way guys, please, you you know, can I, they they need so much more than just a dollar. They need, they need so many more services. And, And as I indicated earlier, what they, what they really, homelessness isn't a lack of homes. Homelessness is a lack of hope. It's a lack of relationships. It's a, it's a means of loneliness. And this, this pandemic and all the shutdowns has just exacerbated it. I personally, I bet I know of 25 to 30 people that have died from ODs over this past year. And um, and it's just simply because so many places like the mission, we've had to shut down different things and have, couldn't do everything we wanted to do in other places. The services haven't been there, and uh, people are dying because of it. What they need is hope, and what they need is the Lord. Yeah, and and it it's it's such an interesting time to live in, right? To to be challenged with new opportunities, and I don't, you know, we got to lean on Jesus more than ever before, don't we? That's right. That's right. And, and as you indicated, the world it seems to be falling apart around us, but he knows what he's doing. He's he's got it all under control, and we just need to keep our eyes on him. Yeah, and what an opportunity it, it is to me to, to like, if <laughs> you go hear these stories, I'm sure you guys have banquets in other places where you're, the guys who've come through your program share what God's done in their life. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. We've got one December 10th. If anybody wants to come to our banquet, we're going to have it at the Cheriton in, in uh, Durham, and uh, right off of I-40. If you have never been to one of these banquets, let me just tell you, the Winston-Salem Rescue Mission's banquet just was over, but... They'll have another one next year, but I'm going to tell you, it's one of the neatest things you'll ever go to because here comes here comes this guy. He's been addicted. He had no hope, and 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 that. But God, in these cases, is the one that turns the deal around, and it's quite obvious who the hero of the story is, and, and you get to see God at work. And, and so that's December 10th. And if you guys' website is it just DurhamRescueMission.com? 
DurhamRescueMission.org. Yeah, DurhamRescueMission.org. How easy is that? And so how do people get connected with, you know, Stand Up for America, Pastor? Uh, ReturnAmerica.org. We send out newsletters. They can go there and sign up and get a newsletter every time we send one out. There are actually flyers there now that can be downloaded and printed off for pastors to share with their churches, for individuals to get. We have the information there. We will also have parking information next week on our website uh, for people to park. And the rescue mission is reaching all of these people, and that's so wonderful. They have a great ministry. And one of the things we're standing up for when we stand up for America, the 29th at, uh, behind the legislative building, is the unborn. Uh, they don't have a voice. Uh, some 63 million have been killed in their mother's womb. I figured that up the other day. The amount of children who have been killed in their mother's womb would depopulate uh, Virginia, Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, and Florida. That's how many people have been killed in the mother's womb. And so we're going to Raleigh to say, among other things, we've got to stand up for the unborn. Yeah, we we got to stand up. And, and, and what a way to show that, you know, we're still voting with our feet. Yes, <laughs> right? absolutely. And that we, we, you know, we're still here and, and, and we still want what's right. And, and, you know, we have a voice because, like you said, our forefathers paid dearly, dearly, dearly for us to have that right to go have, you know, the right to stand up and say this is what we believe. This is what we like. And, and in a humble way, right? Because, yes. you know, that's the idea. When my people are called by my name, will humble themselves, right? Yes. And, and will there be some prayer involved, I'm just guessing? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, they'll be preaching for sure with the lieutenant governor. He's, he's really not a politician. He's a preacher. And when he, when he comes front and center, uh, he's got something to say, and we're looking forward to him saying it at our Stand Up for America rally in Raleigh. Okay, and that's coming again October 29th. As we talked about, you can find out more about that at, at Truth Network, or, or as the pastor just said, or if you want to find out more about the Durham Rescue Mission, you heard, durhamrescuemission.org. Now, good news, God in Hollywood is coming on next, followed by encouraging prayer. There's so much more coming at you today. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom, and we have our God in Hollywood segment. How fun is that? With our good friends, <laughs> Paul Long, Brad Silverman, and today their special guest, Jared O'Flattery, which sounds a bit Irish, but anyway, <laughs> I'm excited about that. So, Brad, take it away. Thank you. How are you doing, Robbie? Uh, I'm excited, and I'm excited to meet Jared. Well, it, you know, I can't say his name without saying Jared O'Flaherty. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> so, yeah, Jared's become a good friend. Now, you got Paul and I here. Now, we Jared is the creator of a TV show called Vindication. Now, I don't use this term loosely or lightly, but this is a unique TV show. Now, I describe Vindication as a sort of a detective story. It's a crime drama with a distinctly Christian worldview. Now, Jared, how do you describe Vindication? 
Yeah, I think that's a, a good description for it. Um, you know, it's, when people think of crime dramas, they think usually focused on, on how heinous a crime could be and how evil the bad guy was. Our show tends to dig deeper into what's going on in people's lives, whether they're a suspect or a witness. And uh, throughout those investigations, throughout those situations, God always seems to make himself known in some way. So uh, I like your use of the word unique. That's kind of how we go about it. And instead of, uh, you know, a taking place in a church service or having a scripture pop up on the screen. It's more of an organic way for God to reveal himself uh, throughout the episodes and throughout the investigations. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, now Paul and I from Kappa Studios, we are continually looking for these, these gems, these diamonds in the rough. You know, we're based out of beautiful downtown Burbank. And we're always looking for those incredible films or TV shows that we believe can portray God to the culture right from where we are in Hollywood, hence Scott in Hollywood. Now, Paul, you've said a number of times, you, you, you talked about two shows, two TV shows coming into this calendar year that you thought were like, you called the most anticipated shows. Talk about that for a minute. Oh, yeah. They, they, it's, it's really true. It's quite interesting how this whole thing came together, but I think uh, The Chosen and Vindication are often nowadays in the same sentence discussed and referenced because they're projects that are shot well, written well, you know, conceived well, they, they, everything about them, and they have a God component or gospel components in them each, each episode. So we think there's a, a big benefit there, and this particular project has been, uh, uh, with Vindication, it's just been a joy for us to be a part of. We're excited, and we hope they do a lot more, and uh, we were thrilled to be a part of it through the Christian Film Finishing Fund. Yeah, so exactly. So Jared, now, you had, first of all, how did you come up with the name Vindication? What, what, what was the book behind that? You know, uh, if I were to be totally honest, our very first episode, which, which became our pilot episode at the, at the time, we didn't know it was going to be a series. So it was just our first uh, step into this genre and this storytelling approach. When I sent it over to our composer, uh, the, the first episode, for him to start writing music for it, uh, he's a very talented individual, smart guy, and I said, hey, we've got this thing we don't have a name for it yet. What do you think, you know? And he watched it and came back and said, what about Vindication? And it just, uh, it immediately stuck because, you know, obviously Vindication is a, a biblical term. It, it's in the Bible a few times. Uh, it talks about uh, mankind, you know, being guilty, uh, but then found uh, innocent through the blood of Christ. And dealing with the crime stuff that we're, we're working around uh, with, with suspects and evidence and things of that nature. It just had a great double meaning for the stories that we we're trying to tell. Uh, but yeah, I can't claim that it was my, uh, uh, you know, my deep knowledge and intellect that brought this term about. It was our composer, really, who came up with it, and it's uh, just been wonderful. That's awesome. So you're, you just finished season two. You just wrapped season two, and you just released season two. Where can people see Vindication? How many episodes? Where are the seasons? Where can they find this show? Yeah, so uh, Vindication Season 2 and Season 1 now are Pure Flix original series. So the streaming service Pure Flix, for those that aren't familiar with it, it's, you know, it's like Netflix or Hulu, uh, but it focuses on faith and family content. And uh, we're, we're excited to have them as, as a partner. The series would be continuing if it wasn't for what they have done. So I believe to date they have released the 7 of 10 episodes in Season 2. So it's a subscription service. They have a free trial. You can get on watch it there. 
Um, there are some that, that like to binge watch a little bit more that they don't want to sit and wait for it. So you do have the ability to purchase it on Amazon and stream it there. And then also uh, Redeem TV is another. It's a donor-funded uh, free streaming service. Uh, they're one of our, our production partners as well. And that's also another option. I think if you, you go in and donate, you get a, a T-shirt and can have access to the episodes there. So multiple options. And coming out on DVD, I saw somebody just yesterday email me, hey, man, I just got the first uh, DVD that I ordered of, of Vindication. So lots of options for those who want to see it. That's cool. Right. Now, what's your, what's your background in filmmaking? Now, what, what, what inspired you to get into filmmaking? And, and we'll talk more about this show maybe after the break, but what inspired you? How did you get into filmmaking to begin with? To be honest with you, I'm very unqualified in filmmaking. Um, I, I never never went to college. Uh, my highest level education was high school. Uh, when I got out of high school, I was uh, doing some, some youth events with our church, and they needed somebody to pick up a camera and start capturing these events so that they could show the church, show the parents what their students were doing. So I did that for about 10 years, and you know, obviously, we tried to hone my craft through editing and, and camera techniques and all those sort of things. It was it was really self-taught uh, over the course of about a decade. And once uh, higher quality equipment was able to reach in the hands of consumers, you know, when HD stuff came out and, and with editing and all of that, uh, that's when I kind of started stepping into narrative and scripted film work. So... Uh, I don't have really a, this big fancy background that got me here. Just more, I was, it was something I was called to do, and and God equipped me. Yeah, this is why you're on. This is why you're on Kingdom Pursuit. This is exactly what Robbie does. Is he brings on <laughs> folks that have a passion for Christ, that want to serve Him, and see how God unfolds that. So that's exciting. It's just another confirmation of yeah, the it work really, that Robbie's it, doing. It, it, it just for me that was always my heart. For somebody that thought, gee, I feel God telling me to write a book, or God's telling me to to make a movie, even though I don't have a clue. <laughs> That's why I love the <laughs> I, I love the Christian film finishing fun. I I love the vindication because I have a pure flicks, um, and I love pure flicks. But I didn't know about vindication, so man, you could just count on the fact I'm going to be binging vindication. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, if you guys here, here's what here's what I know. Right, because Brad and Paul, you know, they've worked on The Chosen and all. These guys know what they're doing. And if they say this is one of those that you need to, I'm telling you, that, that's, what, and that's what you need to do. Not to mention that Selfie Dad is on Pure Flix, right? And you guys got a big award this, this was it last week? or that it Yeah, was- we, we just received, we just actually sent a note out about that. We, on the top 15 projects of the year, we were number two under, what was it, Brad? Was it like, I still believe? Yeah, I, I still believe. Boy. Got the number one slot. We got the number two slot. Hey, we're like Avis. We try harder. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to still believe. That's the deal. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, yeah, we were grateful to be on. That was a great honor to be a part of that. And, look, Brad has done some great work, and we the Lord lifted us up on that project, and certainly... That was a neat opportunity, but we just think that this is all under the banner of projecting the messages of hope into the culture, and that's really what we want to see done. And a long time ago, Brad actually uh, was talking about this subject, and, and everybody's got different lanes on the freeway in terms of the faith and family world. And the lane that, um, that Jared is in right now is a little bit different from our lane or other lanes, but all of them are going the same direction, point people to Christ. And so I think there's room and space and absolutely viable uh, 
vital uh, nature of each project. And as long as they're pointing people to God, giving a gospel message, any number of those things are great, but they're all moving down that same road. And when he said that, I really liked that. Oh, it's so beautiful. And I don't know about you, but I'm excited to hear more from Jared, Brad, and Paul on God in Hollywood. So, you know, I just couldn't be more excited about this new segment um, that, that God has given us here on Kingdom Pursuits because, you know, he's doing so many amazing things in so many different venues and so many different lanes, as you just pointed out, Paul. So when we come back, we're going to hear more from my friends Brad and Paul and Jared. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom, especially with God in Hollywood. Right now on Kingdom Pursuits, we have our good friends Paul and Brad and Jared Paul and Brad being with Kappa Studios in Hollywood and Jared with the TV show on Pure Flix called Vindication. So how exciting, Brad? It is. It is. It's exciting on so many levels, Robbie. I look at Vindication at, at a couple levels as a success story. So, you know, a big passion, as you know, for Paul and I is to not only find content that honors God, that is quality, but we want to, you know, use all of our experience and resources, just kind of wrap around it, and just try to hopefully get it to the next level, right, of professionalism. So that because we want we want the Christian content to be as every bit of com- as comparable, if not better, than anything that secular Hollywood has to offer. So we have, as you mentioned earlier, Robbie, our Christian Film Finishing Fund and our Adopt a Filmmaker program, and Jared was one of the first recipients of some of this funding. We had a donor step up. Jared needed some finishing funds to complete episode two, some of the post-production of episode two. And we had a donor step up and give a tax-deductible donation to see Jared finish his project. So Jared, I don't think I've ever asked you this. What was it like when you were told, hey, you had a donor step up to help you get to the finish line on this show? Yeah, well, that was just, you thank God and, and know that he somehow had a hand in it. You know, I don't know if this donor had seen the show, if they were even aware of it, or were doing it in faith, you know. But but we realized we had some limitations uh, in our post-production budget, and, you know, we're, we're coming up with contingency plans and, and ways to try to get it finished based on what we had. You know, we'll, we'll take what God provides and, and stretch it as far as we can. And then to hear that this opportunity came up, it's almost like, whoa, whoa, he, he had a plan all along. And that was uh, uh, to be able to get us to the highest level that we could um, uh, on the post-production side. So, you know, it was just one of those, oh, wow, okay. He, he's still very much with us in this project and wanting to see it uh, get to the finish line. That's awesome, dude. Now, Paul, what, talk about what, what do you look for when you're looking for projects that you want to wrap around and you want to help, and you want to raise the quality of Christian content, what what goes through your mind as you're looking at different projects that you're deciding, okay, this is the project that I definitely want to help? Uh, that's a good question, Brad. You know, the, the way we actually do it uh, is it, we, we do it through prayer. And um, Brad and I will sit down and look at each project, see what's going on. We like to meet and know the people 
and see what their heart is. So first we're looking at the people, see what they're doing, what's their mission, where are they going, and, and why, what is this all about? And then secondly, uh, okay, now let's look at the messaging. And sometimes we do it together, because those are the yeah. twin currencies. It's the heart of a man and what's, and what's the product is. So the things that we can get behind. So, yeah, so we, we try to do it in that way to make sure that um, we are being God-led instead of just doing it ourselves. And uh, it, it's a joyful thing. And I'll tell you, one of the favorite things Brad and I love doing is making that phone call and letting people know, hey, guess what? Uh, this family has decided to donate, get behind you or in the general fund, and we're going to do it somehow. You're, gonna, you're going to finish your project. That is super fancy. We love doing it. Yeah, yeah, I never, I feel like the other God in Hollywood segments, I feel like it's been like this telethon sales pitch, right? I never wanted to be that. We just want to like report what's going on and the things we're right. able to put our hands to and help out. At the same time, it's been such a blessing. I mean, it's, it's like selfish on my end, Paul, that like yeah. when donors step up, I love talking about this adopt the filmmaker program because it's like, as you said, it's like to call Jared and say, Jared, guess what? Someone just donated you know, X amount of dollars for your project. So it's kind of a blast. Anyone, if, if anybody, by the way, if anyone wants to see the upcoming projects that we have in the works, you can go to kappastudios.com, check out our Adopt a Filmmaker program. You can just reach out to us, just contact us through Kappa Studios. We'll send you a list of all the projects. Stuff. You can just, if nothing else, you're going to see what, what's in the works at Kappa Studios. Um, and Jared, on that point, what do you have in the works? Like, what is this? Is this like your full-time job doing vindication? What do you do? Like, is this, you, you have this, you have other projects. Obviously, if you're doing a series, that's going to occupy a ton of your time. What's going on in the world of Jerry? Yeah, so Vindication has been all-encompassing, at least for the last uh, 14, 15 months, I would say, maybe even before that. So it, it has been my full-time work. I mean, working with the, the again, limited resources that we have, um, you know, we don't have a team of 200 people working behind the scenes like major studios would to get this thing made. So it's it's a lot of work, a lot of long hours, 60, 70 hour weeks, that sort of thing. So that that has been my full time work for the past 15 months. Uh, our season two just started coming out September 1st. It's 10 episodes. Once all 10 of those are out, uh, you know, it's not a spoiler for me to say the way the season wraps up certainly lends itself that a third season would be appropriate. So. Uh, you know, we're making phone calls and kind of weighing things and seeing if God opens those doors for us to do a third season. Um, just, uh, but, but, you know, we want to let season two come out before we get too far ahead and see what he has in store there. But that's, that's really the hope. I think there's more good stories to tell and we just, uh, want to see awesome stuff, man. Love you, Jared. Yes. How wonderful. Wonderful. I, I know our listeners are excited again. It's on pure Flix. It's called vindication. And, of course, you've got Kappa Studios. If you want to find out more about the Christian Film Finishing Fund, thank you, Brad and, and Paul and Jared. You guys are awesome. Thank you, Robbie. God bless you. It's always so fun to have you guys. And right now, you I'm going to tell you encouraging prayer. Interestingly, James Banks is going to head towards the 23rd Psalm as well, followed by Masculine Journey starts here now at 12 o'clock. And then it's time to man up with Nikita Koloff, the Russian nightmare is coming at you at 12.30. Stay tuned. So much truth coming at you. This is the Truth Network.